right. Hello. This is the second episode of the Two Third Agers podcast. And I'm Katie Adams, and this is my friend Jenny. And we are talking today about travel and other adventures. But first, last time, Jenny, we decided we would try to have like a little you know, accountability agreement between the two of us. And I was supposed to basically like get a bunch of cats in the house, maybe sneak them by my husband, Mark. And, uh, you know, when he heard the little sounds, I'd say, oh, I don't hear anything. No, I was supposed to consider getting cats and make steps. And you were supposed to. Four hours scrap booking or sorting. How'd that and you go? were also going to get a cat box, I believe. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So why don't you tell me, was that, was that a, a good thing? Did you, did you manage to do that? Or was that kind of like, hmm? I managed, but it was hard because yeah. we had all our siding being ripped off and then repounded on and our very sensitive dogs between the pounding and the barking um, I said to people, I am living out of my car, oh, not to worry. Cause I think they thought like Mark <laughs> threw me out or something. Right. And so we left the oh. house at like seven 30 or so in oh, the morning and we turned at five 30. Oh my gosh. And I always kind of hate returning when there's workmen that look very tired. And there was yeah. a woman who looked very tired and was carrying very heavy pieces of siding. And oh, I was yeah. kind of just leading dogs into the house and mm-hmm. carrying balls and dishes yeah. and leashes. <laughs> and I felt kind of like a lazy bum. Oh, yeah. But I did go through, um, it wasn't traditional scrap- scrapbooking, but in my piles and my rough totes, yes. uh, Sarah has a paper that she would really like me to find. So she can apply to her an MFA. Oh, wow. Nice. And I have been digging through everything. But kind of what happened was it was all organized. And then so many people have dug through over the years. It became very disorganized. Right, right. Well, my... um, my, idea about getting cats, I have to say, has been postponed. And just until, and this kind of relates to our topic today, it turns out we're going to go away for two weeks in February. Now, I recognize as we're speaking, it's just October, but that, yeah, that yeah. will come before you know it. And so with that in mind, I thought we would postpone the question, um, you know, see if, see if our cat Buffy gets any more you know, (laughs) sedentary or anything happens. But I do think, I do think we should get two and young ones and we should let them kind of play with each other and she'll maybe just end up being the little old observer. So I'm, I'm kind of into that idea. And, you know, when I talked to Mark about it, I said, well, Jenny says, and then, so he felt that you were an expert. And so I think he might accept it, but anyway, well, my sister, that's what happened with her cat. That's right. That's right. So where gosh, are you going in February? Oh, Florida. Not not quite oh. as um, exotic, but it's going to be nice, um, yes. I hope. And, yeah. In February, that's, that's a great time to go, right? Um, tell me, tell our listeners about your trip recently since we spoke. You and your mark 
had a big trip. We went to Iceland for a week and we had not traveled internationally since 2018 when we went to Thailand. So it's been three years. Yeah. And, um, we're kind of, you know, you're kind of out of practice. Um, right. I did feel some differences. I did notice I used to make fun of my mother for like shuffling through all her bags all the time at the gate, right. trying to find her ticket. <laughs> and we had to have written tickets because of an airline screw up we uh. went to. So I had a written ticket and I kept like shuffling through and then I'd shuffle through to find my passport. And then I would shuffle through to find my vaccine card and my results because he had to have a test 72 hours before. And it was kind of this constant shuffling. (laughs) And there were other people around me that looked 20s and 30s that were kind of like sleeping or texting or doing selfies and seemed to be enjoying that. And I was just sort of shuffling. Yeah. And kind of like worried about what you might find or not find. Yeah. Not find. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and I may, I had luggage with lots of containers kind of. Oh, yeah. So I'd be like, wait, is my vaccine card in this zipper or that this zipper oh, or the little mini backpack that's in here? <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's first world problems, Yeah, but, um, I did feel a little bit like a shuffler. Yeah, yeah. It's harder when you get a little, I mean, even at our age, I think our um, our normal things that, that we do, we're pretty good at. But the things that are out of the norm, it's a little harder for us to adjust. And, and you know, like if you stay in a hotel for a while it's harder to remember now, well, where did I decide to keep my keys in this hotel? You know, because at home I know where I put my keys. And luckily at this point, I don't usually forget because I've decided where to put my keys, but in a new spot and, um, you know, it's just little things like that. So if you're not used to packing all this stuff, yeah, that is, that is hard. Um, did you do like a, a charter flight or regular flight, or did you have uh, economy class seats? Because that's always my concern: is that my my knees will stiffen to the point where I cannot stand up straight after you know such a thing if it's too long. Or you get a recliner in front of you, and so their head is kind of at your knees or your lap. Right. Um, no, we got we paid a little extra for extra leg space. Good. It, yeah. It didn't seem like a ton of it, but right. it was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was room in the overheads to put your suitcases. And I have to say, different topic, but for once in my life. I packed correctly. Usually I pack a coat that I think looks nice, but isn't mm-hmm. warm. Right. Or shoes right. that look nice and they don't look clunky, but they're slippery and not warm and give right. you blisters. Right. <laughs> but instead. But Iceland, but Iceland um, in, in early October, or was it early October when you did it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was 
icy and cold. I saw some of your photos. It was cold. Yeah, there were full colors in that. Yeah. But like one night when we went to see the Northern Lights, um, it was kind of sleeting and snowing and cold. And the wind is what makes it cold. Right. Um, and I think Icelanders are very hardy people. That might mm-hmm. be wrong. But um, here we would say like, oh, it's sleeting and snowing. We, we probably should not go out. But um, Thor, that was his real name. He drove <laughs> this van. We went out with another couple. Nice. And he said, well, I'm driving to this valley and it was still overcast. He said, I'm going to drive one more hour. Then I guess we'll give up. In hopes of, of catching the Northern Lights. Huh? Yes. Like wow. I pray that we do not crash. But we <clears throat> found a place and we found it was a show. Um, and Thor and Mark... Were t- had good cameras, so the northern lights looked kind of gray and black and were kind of dancing across the sky. Wow. And it was really impressive, but it wasn't the bright green. That was from the camera shutter speed. Interesting. Huh. I do not fully understand all that. Right. But right. you can see green. Interesting. Um, so in real life, you weren't seeing what what appears in the photo. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. bright green. Right. We were seeing sort of gray and black, and it hmm. was fun. It was kind of like the lights... Yeah. We're dancing right. after each other. Right. But um, I think the green is more impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And wow. I didn't I didn't realize they wouldn't be green. Yeah. But I, I quickly got adjusted to that. Yeah. And Mark and Thor had good cameras and um, Thor did not have gloves on. And oh boy. <laughs> it was very cold. The sleet had stopped, but it was very cold and yeah. very windy and we um, looked at Northern Lights and snapped pictures, and um, Thor was like, I've never seen them like this. And they were amazing. Oh, but that's then great. <laughs> I became very cold. Yeah. And the um, older man that was with us and his wife became cold. So we went, he kind of said, could we go into the van to warm up? And Thor was like, sure, we'll go in, warm up, and go out again. Right. <laughs> And I felt yeah. it's a, I felt like I was missing adventures uh, if I stayed in the van. Yeah. But I was beginning to freeze to death. Yeah, cold is different too. Some people take it better than others. And right, of course, at this time of year, we've been through a hot, hot summer. We're not used to it. Yeah. So um, but you said you yeah. packed well though. You packed some good yeah, I mean, down and all that stuff for my fingers got a little cold, but I mean I wore like base layer, mid layer, and then mm. heavy ski pants. Wow. And so that part of me was warm, but my toes got a little cold yeah. and my fingers, but mm-hmm. like Thor was not complaining at all. And Mark was not either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm kind of the weak link. <laughs> yeah. And like in Iowa, <laughs> my theory is the weak die or move. Um, right. Cause you're from Iowa. So, you know, from cold and I grew up in Minnesota, so I know well, from yeah. cold, but it's been a while. I haven't lived in Minnesota for a long time. And, uh, nowadays, you know, arthritis in my hands, my hands get really cold. That's like the one part of me that's just like, I don't know. I'd have to, ha- you yes. know, you can get like the glove liners and everything, but I should I mean, have I had glove liners. To, I never I used to be that bad, but as I've gotten a little bit older, yeah. The last time I went um, overseas was um, we went to Amsterdam 
And oh. um, that was, but that's been a while. I haven't done anything like that in the last few years. Um, Amster, Amster, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, it's a, it's like that's a nice place that many, many people have enjoyed going to, and um, you know, pretty user friendly, pretty traveler friendly. Uh, at least it, it was. Um, and then I had a big adventure when I was fifty-seven. So it's been a while, but. Um, when I got asked to be a consultant, which was like the first and only time anything like this happened. And I went That's to the very United, official. it was very official. And I went to the United Arab Emirates by myself. Wow. And um, wow, that was such an experience. I was very afraid of just the long flight. I get kind of yeah. almost phobic about thinking I'm going to be on this airplane for 20 hours or whatever. It's just going to be awful. But because it was someone else paying from the United Arab Emirates, um, I got to go first class. Oh my god, which was amazing! And did you have like your own little pod kind all of the difference? Yes, had a little pod, you know, and a little thing. And you get the little mask to put over your eyes, and you get all the darling things that you know are in the little package, and all the little foods, and these beautiful. Emirati women come and you know oh, yeah. wait on you and or whomever they're they're just lovely lovely stewardesses on um or they they were on the um Emirates airline anyway so that was my like greatest adventure in travel but um you know once we got there we were pretty much stuck in the one international hotel though which was interesting we got toured around a little bit but there was really no way you could do your own touring I mean you had to like wait for the government official people to take you and see the palace and was it beautiful it was it was very 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 hot and dry to the point where you just could hardly stand to be outside um but the the palace is beautiful and um but anyway that that was probably the biggest adventure i've had in in uh, my later years you know when we went to thailand we were supposed to fly emirates but it got canceled ah. and so we had to go to um qatar airlines so we went to doha and Ooh. that airport was spotless and kind of the government control again there was a I believe an American laying on the floor of the airport with a pillow and, you know, his backpack and just kind of spread out, which, you know, you see at O'Hare and everything all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a woman that was dressed nicely came up and said, sir, would you like to go into our lounge? We have comfortable sort of beds and, you know, you can, they might've had TVs, <laughs> but it sounded very nice. Yeah. But he said, no, I'm staying here. And she said, we would really like you to go in there. And he said, no. Oh, boy. And I was kind of like watching like, ooh, ooh International Instant. Yeah. But then uh -huh. I think she wisely, she just walked away then. Um, hmm. But I understand his point, but I think – he should have gotten up. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of, there's some cultural differences about what's tolerated and what's not tolerated. And Americans probably are among the most uh, informal and, you yes. know, let it all hang out people. <laughs> they do all sorts of things in public and wear things in public that a lot of cultures don't allow. Yeah. Like pajamas I, on planes and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Yeah, so the thing about the United Arab Emirates that I remembered was that um, when I left, I got paid in cash in an envelope and it was American $100 bills and that was surprising and kind of like made it a bigger adventure as I'm leaving with my my wad of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> I was like, okay, this has been a different experience, you know. But um, I was consulting about uh, social services for older adults and uh, it was it was really an interesting it was an interesting trip. Now, gosh, since the pandemic, we've only gone on a plane for two short flights just to see Jocelyn in uh, the D.C. area. And um, I don't know when we're going to, I guess we'll get on a plane to go to Florida because we're not going to drive. But international travel seems kind of out of out of reach. But it's nice that you got to go to Iceland um, despite, I guess. Yeah. People yeah. weren't wearing masks there. Um, but the hotels were very nice and mm -hmm. the Food was good. We saw tourists, but I didn't realize traveling in October, there weren't a lot of younger kids or anything because I guess they're in school. Right. It was all right. more people kind of retired. Mm -hmm. um, and then there were some like 30-somethings that yeah. may have been between jobs, may have just gotten, I don't know what. Yeah, on um, a vacation. Yeah. But I did find I was much more cautious hanging on to all the rails. Yeah. And an ice cave staring at my feet. Oh, gosh. Um, an ice cave. I've gotten much mm. more aware of falling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was an 84 year old going through an ice cave. Wow. But, mm -hmm. um, she seemed a little scared. Yeah. And working the shower was very difficult for me. It took me like five minutes to figure it out. And then hmm, yeah. didn't get stuck in my head. So each time I took a shower, it took me five, six minutes <laughs> to try to figure out how to turn in it other on. In words, you, you didn't, when you said it didn't get stuck in my head, I'm like, well, that's good. But I see yeah. what you mean. <laughs> the information. You couldn't, you couldn't remember. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I woke up in the night and kind of crashed around once looking for the bathroom because I couldn't remember where it was. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think you'll do more of that kind of travel? Was it was it kind of enriching? Did you feel like, well, this was good for my life? This was good for our marriage? I want to yeah, do this? I think it was. Yeah. But I do think it was a little more scary than it was before. Before COVID. You know, I mean, worrying about watching my feet before and all you that. Before reached a certain age. Yeah. 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 Have you fallen? Have you fallen and hurt yourself ever? I know. We're I broke my ankle last December. Oh, gosh. And I yeah. broke my wrist, I guess it was three years ago. And I broke my <laughs> big toe before I broke my ankle, That's but right. after my wrist. I remember hearing about the ankle now that, that, that thank you for reminding me. Um, wow. Yeah. So you've had several, several. And I may have broke my toe right before I left, but it was a different toe. Right. And from my read on Dr. Internet, you just tape them together. So I did that. Oh, just tape them. Just tape them together. Yeah. But like no big toes, I guess, are a bigger deal. Yeah. But this was like a middle toe. Middle toe. You barely need that thing, right? Yeah. No, you <laughs> don't need it. Mm -mm. Oh, Jeez, yeah, I know. The more and the more you have experience with that, then the more you do worry. I know. Yeah, I've gone through life with a bad knee, and then That's eventually right. I got a second bad knee. 
but now I've had two knee replacements and actually my knees are pretty strong, but the rest of me isn't. I mean, it's sort of like I have bionic knees and the rest of me is all wimpy, but but I still worry about falling. I, I watch my feet a lot when I walk and yeah. hang on going down, up and down the stairs. I, you know, I don't like pull myself up and have to hold, you know, it's not yeah. like this rail is holding up my weight, but just to have something to balance, you know, just in case, you know, I would have a misstep because it's not worth it just running up and down the stairs and taking the chance that I would, you know, trip and fall. So yeah, that's the biggest difference I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of older people get really afraid of falling because it's like a vicious cycle. Cause if you've fallen, you're worried about falling. And then, you know, the, the, probably the worst thing to do is not do anything because you're afraid. I guess the best thing to do is keep doing strength training, strengthening exercises, and then just be safe, you know, but, um, you know, be safe in terms of wearing all those cloddy, good tread, good tread shoes, you know, yes. and um, yes, and don't don't try to wear cute shoes and fancy shoes if you're going to be somewhere walking around. One thing I hate is so many places where you go to tourist things or even like visiting in a hospital or something. There's these huge lobbies, like in a, a conference center, for example. There's this huge atrium or huge lobby, and it's all the flooring is shiny and hard. You know, it's like marble tile yep, or marble. something similar to that, and it's it's not user friendly. It's not, True. you know. And I always think there's something. There's a lot of stages in between being very healthy and robust and able to just walk and be, you know, striding confidently or being pushed in a wheelchair. There's so many stages between that in life. And, um, you know, someone of our age, we're, you know, we're not even using a cane and we don't need a cane by any means, but, you know, it's just sort of not human friendly to have those big areas that are uh, coated with shiny flooring. Um, so I always am mindful of that. And I just hardly wear anything but, you know, something like New Balance shoes or something similar with, um, you know, some tread. Mm-hmm. They're not that attractive, but I figure no one's really caring about that. I might care, but eh. yeah. Well, coming down the plane when we landed in Reykjavik, because I practiced on Google, same. Okay. Um, There wasn't a jetway. So you had to go down those metal stairs. Right. And I had carry-on. Mark had a carry-on. They were kind of suitcases, but they were a carry-on. Right. And then a big bag that was passing as a purse. Um, right. And so you really couldn't hang on as much. It was filled with a brisket and a few, yes. just, you know, a few bottles of alcohol, but no, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> and, and like, wait a minute. This is a big airport. Why are we like going down metal stairs? Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of felt like uh, the president and his wife, you know, like going oh, down yes. those stairs, but. I felt bad when Biden fell up the stairs because that was right about the time I had broken my ankle or maybe it was a little later, but he was playing with his dogs, which I was too. So we were very much alike, but 
like I saw him at one point trying to sort of kick his pant leg over the stupid boot you wear. I'm uh. sure to downplay the injury. And then going up the steps, I could see me doing that. You're trying to kind of rush and look vigorous. And that's yes. always when I go like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm fine. I'm still, I'm still with it. And then, it's and like, then you oh, like shoot. limp up the stairs <laughs> casually. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. So you have any, uh, any plans for another trip? We were talking about that, but I think until we kind of see how the world shakes out, cause yeah. I think in the U S things, people are getting vaccinated. There's still mm-hmm. holes, but, um, I don't know kind of what's going on in Europe and that I know it would seem like things would get better. And then, you'd find out the Louvre was closed or the Eiffel Tower was closed. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Things yeah. have been open and shut and open and shut. Yeah. It's, it's hard to keep up with it unless you're planning to go somewhere and then you really look to figure out what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it can yeah. change so fast. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, last year we didn't even do our little week in Florida. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, we just stayed in Connecticut the whole winter long and I I did get a little tired of winter but uh as you say first world problems I mean but this year we're going and invited our kids and their uh, significant others to join us for one week and then we're going to go by ourselves for um a week um to stay in like a one bedroom condo so we're you know moving in between but I'm pretty excited that my oh, mark said sounds- we should stay for a second week I'm like Yes. You know, as soon as he said it, I wasn't going to let it go. You know, I wasn't going to yep. say, let's think about that. No, I just said, yes, let's do that. So, so the only issue is our cat because she can't really come because these places are no pets, you know. You could put her on a bus and send her here. Oh, but your dogs would not love her. So while you were gone, I had my birthday. Um, yes, and big adventure. It was in Iceland, but we went to New York, which is not that far from where we are. Oh my and gosh, I did. Wonderful. Harrison um, lives with with Fung, his wife. They live not in Manhattan because not you know so expensive. And we went, Fung and I, my daughter in law and I went to. Um, the Friends Experience, which is about the Friends TV show. And it just oh, so happens. I saw that, that on Facebook. Yeah, I am like a big fan. And I know it's been critiqued now as having lack of diversity. You know, it's it's got a sort of 90s mentality about, you know, gay and lesbian issues. Although, you know, it having just rewatched the entire 10 seasons, I can say there were some things it was interesting they they were a lot they were a lot more phobic about male gay relationships and more homophobic about that they were much more accepting of lesbian relationships which I guess is kind of the traditional mm. americana especially sort of a man's view I don't know but um anyway I tried not to watch it with you know a critical eye more just enjoying the yes. comedy the characters um you know, the narrative arcs of the different relationships are quite, quite amazing, you know, amazing. I thought very good. Anyway, 
this friend's experience is a tourist attraction. And um, so I was telling Jocelyn about it. And I said, she said, wow, what was, what was it like? What, what did you have there? And what, what did they have there? And I said, well, they had the six actors like in a cage that we could talk to. And she like looked with her eyes real big because we were on FaceTime. And I said, I'm just kidding. She says, of course. You know? <laughs> I was going like, huh. But anyway, no, the, the actual actors were not there, I have to say. So spoiler alert, important safety tip, but it, it was really worthwhile. We got to pose in the sets. We got to walk around this different sets and oh, um, see all sorts of uh, memorabilia and clothing. And of course, lots of trivia and lots of, you know, clips from the show that were showing, like when they'd show Ross's leather pants that he got stuck in. <laughs> well, he got, he couldn't get them back up. That was the problem because mm-hmm. uh, they were so hot and he was so sweaty. <laughs> and then he put powder all over his legs and then it formed a paste. And so then he was there <laughs> with his leather pants around his ankles and this white paste all over his legs. Anyway, they showed that clip and then there were the leather pants you know things like that so it was it was just fun it was just totally just fun and um we went out to lunch and then Fung made us dinner and it was really nice so that was kind of a different adventure it involved a tiny bit of travel and tourism but um so it's nice to do things in your own not necessarily backyard but like within a a reasonable drive. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think Mark and I tend to miss that. Like we don't realize there are nice things just locally we could be doing, you know. I know. So any final thoughts about travel, other things? What should we do for next time? Kind of interestingly, Sarah and Katie both, um, we had sent them some pictures, like, you know, just sent to them we didn't post on Facebook and I think Sarah was like you just look so happy oh and and Katie said that too and I was like interesting like I don't think I'm unhappy right I think it was good to get away yeah and just be out and like away from your house and your normal everyday stuff normal everyday stuff that's terrific that's great yeah, I kind of feel like we don't, you know, certainly through this COVID time, we just haven't gotten that much of that, you know. It kind of makes me sad when I think about, like, I thought by now everything would be done. I know. Yeah, it is. It's discouraging. And then I see things about learning to live with it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I thought it was going to be like a chapter we looked back on, like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's becoming more of a thing. Um, I'm relieved that now the Johnson & Johnson people can get boosters. I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, more people will just keep getting vaccinated and more things will sort of open up with that in mind and people can still wear masks, you know, for some things indoors. And oh, anyway, yeah, but I'm so glad you were happy. And uh, did you feel like you were happy or <laughs> when they told you yes. that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, and then one of them said, I was by a waterfall and my hair was kind of blowing in my face. Mm-hmm. And I was a little mm-hmm. bit like focused on my hair blowing in my face. And <laughs> whoever it was said, Oh, you look just very sporty or outdoorsy. And like, those are two words that 
are never used to describe me. So (laughs) that was kind of fun. You and me both. Like if anyone said I looked sporty, I'd be like, oh, are are you looking at the right picture? (laughs) How is your eyesight? Has it been tested? (laughs) But that's nice. Yeah. You did do a lot of outdoor activity in Iceland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. And I guess I know your mark is quite the outdoorsman and enjoys fishing and boating and such. Yeah. So that's nice. He must have loved this. And you said it was kind of planned for his birthday. So yes, yes. But I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy when I was totally freezing quite as much. Right. Um, Yeah. And I did crawl back into the van, um, of course. you know, just shiver a little bit. Lord, you know, body heat. Yep, 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 yep. yep, uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. So now you have, you have a, a little bit of good feeling. I mean, something like that, it does kind of last a little too in our, yes. in our sort of psyche. Like we've had some good experience. We've had some fun and relaxation. We come home, we have to get back to whatever, but it sort of lasts in your mood and um, gives you a little more. Get up and go. Yeah. Get up and go. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, some other things I know we might want to talk about. I was thinking we could talk about weddings and funerals, you know, relationships with our kids, although then they might not be able to listen to this. We're going to invite any listeners. If they have ideas, they are going to be able to message us on on this podcast, which we are getting posted very soon. Good. And I want to thank um, Harrison Adams from Patter and Hum has been our sound person and our music director and done all the editing and the music that you hear in this and last episode. So thank you, Patter and Hum. And thank you, Jenny, for talking again and sharing for doing all the work in the technical stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, let's let's talk again um, soon with okay. another topic for our podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.